Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, another fun-filled, exciting episode of the Cutting Out Early Podcast. We are live, well, not really, we're recording live. Live to tape. Live to tape is right. Uh, That is Zach Montgomery. We have Alex Newt to my right. My name is Max Major, and I want to thank everyone, everyone here for joining and tuning in. Thank you so much. Welcome aboard. Thank you for being here with us. Hey, it's all live to me. Of course. (laughs) This is episode 45. This is episode 5 of season 2. And it also is November 9th, 2021 from when we are recording this evening. A little late of a show, but that's okay. Um, It's okay. Boy, oh boy, we got a lot of stuff that we missed. How's everyone doing out there? You guys doing well? Okay. Yeah, not too bad. Are you doing okay? Yeah, missing, you doing okay? Missing the second half of the uh, MSU basketball game right now. We'll have to keep our listeners updated on what's happening. A little, oh, sp- a little spoiler, you can miss it. It's not looking good. A little spoiler, everyone listening to this right now already knows the score. So I thought it was live. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, so uh, congrats on Michigan State, or too bad they lost. Uh, we're not sure, but you guys know, which is kind of funny. So we have that. Spectacular. Uh, but regardless, I'm sure Alex will be focused on the on the game throughout the entire show. So I'm not okay. a betting man. But oh, I basketball? No, yeah, no, I won't. You're not? No. Aren't you? Are you not excited for this year? For basketball? Yeah. For oh, Michigan of course State. I am. I mean, it's the first game. Yeah, of course I'm excited. And Izzo plays notoriously horrible in in November. November. Yeah. yeah, you can't get stressed about November basketball. No. <laughs> you you seem pretty excited straight. to watch it today. Is my point. Well, yeah, of <clears> course. <throat> first first game of the season. College basketball is like. It might be my favorite sport to watch. Really? Yeah. I love college basketball. Oh, man. It's got to be like number five for me. Number five? I don't know. It's really good. Well, I I put it above the NBA. Let's just say that. But I would not put it above the NFL or college football or hockey. You know what I realized? We need an NBA person on this show. We need someone to call for NBA takes. We don't have anyone for the Pistons. Do people care about the NBA? I feel like the Pistons are more uh, famous than the, the Red Wings. They're more popular in that. Detroit. They yeah. Have, they have a bigger following. Yeah. You really think so? I think so. In Detroit? In Detroit. I think maybe nationwide, but I don't think Detroit. I would say the opposite. Really? Mm-hmm. But but nationwide basketball, the NBA is just bigger than the NHL. Yes, but I think the Red Wings have more nationwide followers than the Pistons do. Because I think I you have a lot of hockey fans around the country who like the Red Wings because they were like the Yankees or the Cowboys. I mean, I guess, um, but I don't know. I just... I guess it doesn't. We're not a sports podcast. Yeah, anymore. we're not a sports podcast, so it's kind of a moot point. <laughs> we can get somebody to talk about the Pistons because they have a bright young future, right? They do have right. a bright future, as far as I know. Not I mean, a bright record though. Their record's like one in seven right now. So well, he's <laughs> advertising for a new uh, auto insurance company. Have you guys seen that commercial? Who? Cade Cunningham. Yeah, 
Yeah, have you seen that? No. Oh, he's doing great. Honestly, I think his acting skills are 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 just as good he as his does, basketball. He skills. doesn't strike me as a good actor. That, that doesn't say much about his basketball. <laughs> his face. Skills, his I've face, seen the commercial. From all I've seen him, his face has like one emotion. He's got a very like blank stare. You know, not much emotion. Hey, 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 being the new kid on the block in Michigan, do you think you can make an impact right away? Sure. Why not? I know someone else who has. Who? It's your auto insurance. <laughs> You mean the new car insurance carrier, saving drivers up to 60%? Yeah, that's the one. It just expanded into Michigan because of the new law. Hey, that sounds too good to be true. Take it from me, one of their biggest fans and their newest customer. Pure auto insurance. That's it. Look at that. Hey, I mean, that's incredible. Kid. Wait a second. That's not a paying advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing okay? Nice job, Cade. You nailed it. Look at the Pistons. Too bad he can't nail a three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has not been off to the hottest start. All right, what's what's their record this year right now? It's um, like one in seven. I'm yeah. telling you. What is going on? I thought they were supposed to be good. It's one in eight, by the way. Oh, oh they're losing them as, as we're going along. Eight? <laughs> one in eight. All right, well, the season's over. So, I mean, we have at least a year to find somebody to talk about the NBA until it really matters. So, right. we're finally, the year's done. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, I, I prefer college basketball over the NBA. It, I know it's just a me thing, and I'm probably not in the majority, but I just, I, the NBA for me, I just can't like, get into. I, I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I think college sports in general, well, I should say this college sports, when they're your team, are the best sports to watch. Sure. Sure. You but, can say that. But, like, if I'm just watching a game, I don't think I like watching, like, a random college game as much as I'd watch, like, a random football uh, NFL game, you know? Well, I agree with that. Like, I'm always watching Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night, you know. I mean, regardless of who's playing. Yeah. Um, but how about this? If you could only watch college football or the NFL for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Oh, that's tough. College. Really? I, I think th- I, I thought you were going to say college for sure. I think I would end up picking college, but... You think so? It's not a sure thing. Zach, college? Absolutely. You think? Well, the Lions suck. But it doesn't matter. You don't have to watch the Lions, just the NFL. So no more NFL. I'm not talking about the Lions the whole league do i still have a fantasy team yeah of course oh, oh that's wait tough. no no no. wait uh, you're saying if you if, if okay if you do not choose nfl then no you don't have a fantasy team no oh, okay then that's fine you know honestly i could I should... do without a fantasy <laughs> <team>. <laughs> I pretty how much... is that gonna be your deciding factor <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the games that i watch that i have i, I don't want to root for the team like i have zero interest in either team like my fantasy interest is why i watch well i understand that i've, I've been there many times yeah. But I don't know. I, I I can always get into the NFL, but for college, it's it's you know it's not always easy for me to just put on a game and always watch it. You know, with the NFL, like you said, I agree with you. Whatever game it is, I'll turn it on. I'll enjoy it. And I love watching Michigan State, the U of M. That's I love it. I really do. Um, That's the best. A hundred percent. I don't even go to either school, which is fine. I still yeah. enjoy it. But um, you, you know, think, I, I I feel like I'd have to choose the NFL. Do you think I we, just would? Would we say the same thing about the NFL if the Lions were actually good? Probably not. We'd, We'd probably, probably say that we decision. want the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't the Lions just be good? Why can't any team in Detroit be good? Ah, they're actually just cursed. <laughs> um, this is not a sports podcast. Yeah, sorry. Moving um, on. But what I will say is this: it, it's not a sports podcast. This <clears throat> could be an Oprah's favorite thing podcast. Well, wait if. <laughs> If we're talking about Detroit teams, you might as well talk about the Red Wings first. You want to get into the Red Wings? Well, I don't think we're going to talk about them that long, so we might as well cover the topic. You want to cover the Lions, too? Sure. Lions had a lot to say. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, they had a bye week. Moving on. They would have lost. 
Yeah. They still lost. There's nothing to say. Yeah, they lost in the NFL. They lost, yeah, the bye week. It was a 27-24. Close game, Can though. you believe that? They the, beat the spread. <laughs> last the, second field goal. <laughs> the NFL, yeah, right. I think there was a bad call earlier in the game. The refs got, the Lions got screwed from this new rule that nobody knew about until the refs just called the Lions for it. Yeah. That's always how it happens. No, it was taunting. The bye week was taunting them. <laughs> So the Lions still suck. They, they, um, can I say something? They play the yeah. Steelers coming up next Sunday. The uh, Steelers are coming off a Monday night win over the Bears. The yeah. Lions have had a whole bye week to prepare for them, and the Steelers are going to have a short week. Guess what the spread is? Um, Hang on. What's the Steelers, Steelers record? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're, the, they're one of the worst teams in the AFC East. I don't know. The, 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 Lion, the Lions are a, a seven-point dog. Higher. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A ten-point dog. Lower. All right, nine. Lower. 9.5. 9.5, yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. I would expect it to be higher. Really? The Steelers' defense but is too good for us. The Steelers by, are not a good team, By that, though. I mean they have 11 people to put on the field. <laughs> the Steelers are 5-3. and three, I guess not even average. good. Well, that's just, ridiculous. They almost, the refs just a gave nine them. A 9 half dog? Are, are they in Detroit? I don't know. I And I don't care. <laughs> That's what our team has done to us. Uh, you know Lions how, are playing in Pittsburgh. What did the Eagles sack us, like 12 times? Yeah, the Bosa guy is going to just go yeah. off. Steelers are going to sack off like at least, Watt? at least 15 times. Yeah, it's T.J. Watt. Yeah, T.J. Watt's going to just destroy. All right. Poor Jared. I'll say one thing because uh, the Lions are so depressing. I mean, really, it, it probably is the most depressing team in the entire country right now. I don't know anybody else who is. It's It's that bad. Oh, that's pretty bad. Well, it's in all fairness, we haven't been watching the Pistons. <laughs> it sounds like they're not doing so well. At least hard. we have Cade to kind of look forward to. Yeah, and he's got great auto insurance now. I just heard it. You know, yeah. he's, I guess he's making, you know, saving a lot of money. The next so. general. People um, are saying, not me, but people are saying the next general. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I wonder if they're gonna get Shaq in here too. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Before we move on from the Lions, and I don't want to spend much time on the Lions. They're depressing. Can they win a game before the end of the season? And which game can they do? I thought um, it was going to be the Eagles. Well, it's too bad they lost 44 to 60. <laughs> it was a close one. All right, let's just run through this real quick. <laughs> Lions at the Steelers, are they winning? No. No. Okay, uh, Lions at the Browns. No. No. Okay. Well, eh. Really? The Browns have a lot of injuries. Oh, come on. No. No way. At Next. the Browns? Uh, this is quick, rapid fire. Bears at Lions on Thanksgiving. That's their best one. I think that is the best one too. That, but that's th- probably their best one. on Thanksgiving. They always lose the Thanksgiving game. No, <laughs> next. Wait, didn't didn't Justin Fields look really good against the Steelers? <laughs> yeah, he did actually. Nah, he had a pretty shoot. good game. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> All right, Bears at the Lions, Alex. Fifty-fifty. Okay, best shot. Uh, Vikings the Lions. No, no. no. Uh, Lions of the Broncos. No. <laughs> Cardinals at the Lions. No. Oh my God. No. <laughs> That's gonna uh, be horrible. Gonna be a route. Oh my God. December nineteenth. December twenty sixth. The day after Christmas. Lions at the Falcons. Maybe. That actually. That. Uh, I don't know. They're top of the uh, NFC South right now. Lions at the Seahawks. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks. No. The C- oh no no. Besides Tampa Bay. Because second. To Russell Bay. Wilson will probably be back by then. All right. And then the last game of the season is the Packers coming to Detroit. Oh jeez. Depends no. if they have Aaron Rodgers or not. Yeah, that is a good point. They, that's we'll actually that maybe that's their best one because maybe Rodgers is going to be resting. You yeah, know, they'll have oh, like all he's making the playoffs and they're just yeah. Yeah, they're just kind of. It doesn't it matter. He might st- he might catch COVID again. They'll still get killed. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but before we do. Um, the Falcons are not top of the NFC. No, I, I I corrected myself. I said second to Tampa Bay. I forgot about Tampa Bay. The well, third. I will say really? this: the Saints are second. <laughs> they just beat the Saints. 
but the Falcons are still third. My bad. At least what I have here in the I got a bunch Fox of fake, Sports app. Fake news coming out of this podcast. I'm sorry, guys. Um, before we move on from Detroit sports, and we'll get into the U of M, MSU stuff. We, we, I mean, I want to spend some time in that, but I don't want to do all sports, especially not right away. Uh, but what I will say is this. The Red Wings right now, I still think, in Detroit, are the most exciting team. Over the Tigers, well, they're not playing right now. Pistons are just disastrous right now. Lions can't win a game. So we do have the Red Wings, which is good because they are exciting. They they're are playing fun right to now. watch, and we are playing right now. Um, Guess the score. Guess the score. Guess the score. 2-0. Sorry, I saw it. 3-0? Uh, 3-0. We scored again? Yeah. Wow, I saw it, and I was wrong. <laughs> Who's scoring? I want to know. Playing those. the Oilers, one of the best teams in the entire league. Yeah, who is scoring for us? Oilers are nine and one going into this. Game. I know, isn't that crazy? Red Wings are six, five, and two. Um, I cannot say this name. Vlad Nam Nemestikov. Yeah, yeah, Nemestikov. Um, two goals. Red Wings are playing well, and I love the way they're playing. I wish Bertuzzi would be able to play in Canada because he's like their star right now. He's playing um, great. Yeah, maybe because he, he's getting the rest because of the COVID. Well, I mean that, or um, you know, he, he's not—he's not slowed down by the vaccine. Oh yeah, that's he's right. He's one of the few in the league. I think he's what is he? Only one in the league wasn't taking it. The yeah. only one. So he's all playing. He's playing at the level they played at last year, and the entire league has shifted like a half notch down. <laughs> you just can't tell because it's all relative. So he's just—you know—he's twenty twenty hockey. Oh, this is not a conspiracy podcast either. <laughs> well, it could be true. We don't know. He is playing out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's not discount anything. We don't know what's happening here. <laughs> and we need more data. <laughs> yeah. Well, those four goals in the first game sure do help to give a good head start. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty clear cut right then and there. It's like, how can you really... There's got to be something going on here. What's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Uh, so it's fun. Um, but they're doing well right now. I am i can't believe they're winning. That is that is pretty great. That the, the uh, so, Edmonton so has that else, huge... Who, who's that guy? Uh, who else scored, Zach? McDavid. McDavid. Yeah, they have Connor McDavid. Who else scored? Nemestikov got a goal. And Larkin. Larkin. Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. So he got two goals? Nemestikov got two. Oh, Nemestikov got two? Yeah. Well, good for him. Okay. Uh, the second period's almost over. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. For whatever reason this year, I'm just, I'm really getting into the wings. I'd love to be watching right now. They're in the, they're in the last spot for the playoffs right now, I think. The last spot? Yeah. I would love to compete for, for a playoff spot this year. We could still get the first pick overall, too, if we make the playoffs. Really? That's what happened to the, with the Rangers. And didn't, the, they the fix that? didn't they fix that, though? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I, I really hope they did. <laughs> I don't know what they did. Of, I mean, of course they'll fix it the one year it doesn't benefit the Wings. <laughs> but, no, I would love to compete for a playoff spot. I think they should be. I think we're far enough along in the Iser plan that we should be competing for a playoff spot. At least competing. Yeah, they I'd def- agree. They definitely came taking a big step in the early season. I told you they're winning the Cup in 24. Or I said uh, get into the Stanley uh, Cup Finals, I believe, right? What did I say? You wrote it down. It's at I the did. Bottom. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. What does it say? Um, what was my bold prediction? Detroit Red Wings will win the Stanley Cup in 2026. Oh, I got more time than I thought. Uh, I should have I should amend that to make it sooner. <laughs> you know, we might be. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I should. We might be in a new rebuild by then. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, they're on the right track. Look at look at this one. This one's really bad. Oh, in four years, the Lions will make an NFC Championship appearance in 2024. Who said that? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, Zach. That's looking rough. But wait, wait, wait. L- listen to this one. Uh, I'm glad we wrote these down. MSU will be a top three team in the Big Ten East next year. As in, he said this last year. Who was it? Wrong. You don't think so? They're already. They're the top. <laughs> I think they're tied for first right now, right? Yeah. 
Oh no no, they're tied for second because uh, Ohio State is. Oh the yeah, because they haven't lost a Big Ten game yet. Right. Yeah, that, that was, was Alex. That was my take. That was Alex. Remember yeah. when I also said on the pod, we can pull the tape. I said our run game was going to be amazing this year and that Kenneth Walker was going to be a beast. It seems that Jim Harbaugh was unfamiliar with that when he went into the game. Yeah, I mean, if I know, if I, if I know, how does Jim Harbaugh not know? <laughs> <laughs> I saw like I some videos on Twitter from summer practice and I was like, oh man, that guy's good. There, there's this great picture I saw of him in the off season and he's like, like horizontal, like parallel to the ground, like running. And he's just jacked. Like he is just unbelievably you mentioned like that photo like five times to me it's um, you you need to see it you must, to appreciate you must just love that photo <laughs> i have a, how, on a scale of one to ten how much do you love that photo? i have a huge poster of it on my wall zach, it, zach sleeps with it under his pillow there's <laughs> holes drilled in the poster it's all stained gross it's taped to the it ceiling it did not happen <laughs> it's a great photo I wish I could look that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> who, who doesn't? <laughs> oh, my God. Looks like a Heisman Trophy winner to me. Absolutely. He looks like the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Can we get to Oprah's favorite things? Yeah, I want to know what she's... getting distracted. What What's going on here? We'll talk about Michigan, Michigan State. I, I want to get into that soon. We will. We will. I promise. But... Oprah has some big announcements. I, I know that she is uh, an inc- incredible human being who loves to give things away. Well, at least she used to when she had a show. Uh, actually, actually, oh, it's loud. Like <laughs> oh, my God. I can guarantee you it's not that exciting. Oh, they are just enthralled. When was the peak of Oprah's show? Like, early 2000s? Yeah, early to mid-2000s. Yeah. Whenever whenever Cruz was on, he was jumping on the couch. <laughs> made a fool out of Look at these people! They can't get enough of it! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! One of them is crying! Oh, come on! You One of them is crying! You get some good stuff. Look at... But they're crying, Alex! They're crying! Look! Look! Look at her! Look! There's a lot of them crying. It's all It's all women. They're, oh, there's one guy. I'm looking at one guy in the audience. It's the rest crying. of women. I, I hope and he's I'd crying, say, too. I'd say 50% of the women are crying. I mean, she gives away a lot of stuff. It'd be pretty incredible. All right, enough. Well, I mean, <laughs> this, this is going on for so long. It's very I mean, exciting. This was in 2010, by the way. I mean, look at this list. Have you have you seen it? Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. I'm pulling it up right now. We'll we'll let Oprah talk in the background for a second. Some of these gifts are amazing. The Oprah Daily one. Yeah, that's that's the one I saw. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Look at her. not that exciting some of these are a little over the top though i like the food the food is i played y'all like a fiddle there's food where's the food i need to find that section there's a food how did she play him like a fiddle she just said it's my favorite things and it just wow an audience that was was pretty good yeah that was nice max (laughs) thank you Maybe uh, when your career in podcasting fiddles out, you can... Uh, can you monetize? Yeah. Do opera. <laughs> <laughs> Shatter glasses and eardrums. I gotcha. Give me a break. I gotcha. Yeah, I'm giving away a ton of shit. I gotcha. Oh, look at me. Oh, my God. You're going to get a ton of shit. Yeah, most of this stuff is pretty useless. I'm not going to lie. 
How, okay, there's okay. 110 gifts Oprah hopes will surprise and delight you and your loved ones. See, there's too many ands in that sentence. It drives me nuts. Uh, there's two. So I guess one too many. Or one two too, many. too many. One too many. I understand. Uh, okay, <laughs> Alex, uh, what do we have for some of these gifts? Because I, for one, am, am going to be making some notes in case I want to get these for my loved ones. Well, my are they in or is there any order? To is there any your loved ones? I was just scrolling through, just trying to find some interesting ones, is what I was trying to do. The first one that comes to mind is near the top. It's called the Bandolier Billy Utility Crossbody with Case. And what it is, is it's a $208 phone case with a purse strap. And there are a bunch of pockets on the purse strap. Are you guys looking at this? (laughs) Yeah, I see it. It looks ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. It looks like... uh Something Han Solo would wear, or like Chewbacca, you know? <laughs> yeah, so so it's like a full leather, white leather purse strap that holds your phone, and there's one, two, three, at least four pockets on this thing. A zipper pocket, two snap pockets. It looks uh, like a great way to get pickpocketed. <laughs> I know I make bad purchases. <laughs> I just feel like you're going to get strangled wearing this thing. <laughs> I don't know why you would spend that. How much is it? $208. Oh, what a deal. Nice. Uh, I'll read the... Uh, the description some days you just need your phone and a few other little extras stash your cell so you never have to put it down on an unsanitized surface and more keys lip gloss charger kitchen sink mask and this pocketed leather crossbody with adjustable strap for 208 dollars 208 dollars that's incredible go to bandolierstyle.com sounds like a hell of a deal I mean, I, you could k- just carry your phone in your pocket for free. I, I mean, mean what, <laughs> what a what a loser. I mean, who would ever do that in public? Come on. Women's clothing is notorious for not having pockets, so there really? you go. Really? Yeah. Shouldn't that be changed? Probably. Pockets are awesome. Do you think women's clothing should have more pockets? Are you getting behind that movement? Yeah, that's it. That, that, that is something <laughs> I'll stand behind. Is that a cause that we can take up as a, as a group, as a show? As a podcast, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I feel. I like think that would solve a lot of these problems. <laughs> a lot of these things like, are about like carrying things. Like, don't have pockets? Try this for 200 bucks. <laughs> I feel like most of these gifts are for librarians. So, do you guys get that sense? Are <laughs> people over the age of 60, like... It's like bath time well, stuff. You know, I, I'd like to know, does Oprah really go through each one of these and, like, say, oh, that's good. Put it on the list. Can we put it on the list? <laughs> or, I mean, is some intern just putting together a bunch of, I mean, there's there's hundreds of things here. There's, like, a UV wand for your phone. Did you see that, Alex? No, I haven't come across it. Is there yet. any organization to this? Okay, so they're, they're in categories, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're going through the uh, stylish gifts. Um, there's cozy gifts, home gifts, kitchen gifts, beauty gifts, tech gifts, um, pet gifts, food gifts, children's gifts, and books and writing gifts. I'm in a food section right now scrolling through here. There's a uh, $112 puff pastry, it looks like. Only 112 Are you kidding me? Yes. Is the, that a misprint? The, the Fab Fet White Corn and Truffle Souffle. Oh, my God. Sounds great. Who's ordering, and it's it just it serves eight people. It's like a pie, so you're ordering a pie that's probably going to come frozen to your house, and it's 112 dollars. <laughs> you know, I thought you could just buy puff just pra- a pie. I thought you could buy puff pastry at, at Trader Joe's for like four bucks, but <laughs> man, I'd much rather do this. And you have to wait for it a few days till well, it gets shipped. Oh, probably. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I wonder. It's probably extra for shipping. Who wants the puff pastry now? Who, I mean, why not just wait a few days? What what a what a treat. Then you're looking forward to it. Did you see the... Uh, I've always thought getting puff pastries was way too convenient. 
Perini Ranch Mesquite Smoked Peppered Beef Tenderloin. That sounds delicious. Oh, that does sound good. $145 for two. Oh, my goodness. That's not bad. Is it cooked? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. There's no way it can be cooked. How how, how can... Oh, no. It's not cooked. Of course not. No, it is cooked. Oh, no. It's seasoned, and then all you need to do is bring it to room temperature and serve it it on sliced charcuterie boards. What is this? The, the Perini Ranch Mesquite Smoked Peppered Beef Tenderloin. Yeah. So that's you're a, getting... First of all, that's like the longest name for anything I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm already <laughs> getting bored by the time I'm finishing So it's it. like a salami. Pretty much. No, it's a it's a beef tenderloin. It's filet. That's what filet is. But it's already cooked. Yeah, it's already cooked. So it's like beef jerky. It's not like beef jerky. It's just a cooked filet that's at room temperature. That sounds horrible. Why wouldn't you just go to the, <laughs> the butcher and buy a fucking filet? I mean, come on. You can cook it yourself on the on the on the grill and have it hot. It sounds kind of ridiculous. I can see buying. Hey, hey let can... me ask you a question. What's better than a hot steak? A room temperature steak. <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty clear, right? I think everyone on. always asks for their steaks at room temperature. I like it medium rare, but I want it to rest until it reaches room temp. Is it <laughs> then I will have it? How's it cooked? Medium well. I don't know. It doesn't the, the say. The picture looks medium. Yeah, what if you wanted a certain doneness? Nope. Sorry, it's you're a, screwed. That's extra. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's another hundred dollars. Oh my goodness! Oh my god, that's ridiculous. I'm trying to look for the most expensive one. I I I really want to know if Oprah can can recite every one of these gifts and like describe them. She she better know she these gifts. Them. Yeah, you think she she used better them? not only use them but know them like inside now. Like or, you just tell them like, oh, this is beef tenderloin. She's like, oh yeah, I love it. It's room temp. You, it's sliced. <laughs> you can put it on charcuterie. Like I want this vetted. We need a forensic accountant to try to figure out if Oprah is really making this list. All right, or, can, or at least that she recognizes it if she saw it in a store. Like, oh yeah, that's on my list. Well, at the very least, I, I I would hope she knows these like super well. I mean, she's endorsing them. I have a serious question. Please, Does she up please. the prices on these things before she puts them on this website? Because some of these things are ridiculous. Well, no, they're like this. This Zach, step, this, everything's available on a different website. This step stitches cinnamon Annie dolls. They're like cloth dolls. Guess how much they are? Three hundred fifty dollars. No, uh, not that much. Oh, okay. Uh, a, a large doll is ninety-five dollars, and the medium God. doll is eighty-five. Wow. For a cloth doll, you can buy those for like two cents at the dollar store. They're not look even at, a dollar at the dollar store. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. The Kinship Collection Salt Cellar. It's a uh, cellar filled with the most perfect sea salt. So it's a bowl of salt. <laughs> <laughs> Guess how much? I don't $53. <laughs> oh my God. For a, it's a bowl of salt. <laughs> Is it a nice bowl? It, it, it looks like a small ceramic bowl oh, with a little hole for like a wooden spoon. It doesn't abs- even look like a big bowl. That's absurd. Oh my goodness. That's this is absolutely unbelievable. absurd. I, I can't believe this. There, Zach, either inflation's gone crazy overnight and we haven't realized it, or something's going on here. Something is definitely oh, here's going a, on. Here's a uh, gourmet Belgian waffle gift box. Um, looks like, um, I don't know, eight waffles, but they're maybe about the size of your palm. They're like oh, those, mini waffles. Those really dry ones that you sometimes get at a continental breakfast? Yeah, the, the ones that are not too good. Um, but here, they're only $60 <laughs> Oh my goodness. for a pack of them. But to be fair, they do come with, um, let's see, uh, dark chocolate fudge and peanut butter caramel sauce. Wow, that makes it worth it. Hey, that's less than $10 a waffle. That's a bargain. <laughs> well, for a waffle about the size of your of your uh, palm, I suppose that's worth it, yeah. I can't find it anymore, but we were talking about it before the show. The wireless toaster oven 
that you control with your smartphone? Why does it's everything? It's a battery. Huh? <laughs> it's a battery operated. No, you plug it into the wall. But why would you ever operate your toaster oven with your smartphone? Don't you have to put something in it, right? Oh, are yeah. you are you there to press the buttons? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Here it is. The uh, what is this? The Tovala smart oven. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, um, her girlfriend Gail swears this kept her fed through isolation. Thank oh God, God, Gail King was fed. You can scan <laughs> the barcode of a grocery item, and the oven will adjust its settings to cook it. Gifties can also sign up for a Tavola meal plan to receive scannable meals. Oh, see, now this is different. So she has two ovens on her list because the one I saw talked about controlling it with your smartphone and that it was Wi-Fi enabled. Well, this one apparently knows the grocery items, and you can put it in there, and it'll know how much to cook it. Uh, how much would you pay for that type of convenience? <laughs> Nothing. Probably a couple hundred dollars. Uh, two hundred ninety-nine. Yeah, that that yeah. All I right. think that is. Think? I think that is the most expensive thing on the list. But most of the things here are ranging from like a hundred dollars to three hundred dollars. So. Oh, I saw an air purifier thing for like 750 Let me see if I can find it. Oprah there. does not have to worry about her bank account. That is for sure. Oh, no. Oh, my God. A, pasta maker, ma- a pasta maker made by Philips. Um, the same company who makes my razors. Philips. Yeah, Norelco. <laughs> but they, I guess they make pasta makers now. Fresh pasta fast? Count me in. Add wet and dry ingredients in a compartment at the top and select a shape. You can make spaghetti, lasagna, penne, and more. <laughs> Press a button, wait 10 Careful, minutes, Max. and bon appetit. That's cultural appropriation right I'm there. Sorry you about can't that. do that. I don't want to be canceled. Uh, <laughs> uh, $300. All right. Here is a, a leash and a checkered bandana for your dog. Just a bandana you hang around your dog's neck and a standard tethered leash. It also looks terrible, by the way. <laughs> tethered leash. Just okay. like black rope. How much? Take, uh, take a guess. 55 $93. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. $93? Yes. Jesus Christ. I've made a bad purchase here. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the first time we've used that. That's appropriate. <laughs> I've made a bad purchase here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's she sake. She put her own book on the list. Is that <laughs> is that a little too much? Well, it is yeah. one of her favorite things. Yeah. Of course it is. That's unbelievable. Uh, there's there, a lot. Have I you mean, guys found anything? Have you guys found anything that you might buy a loved one this Christmas season? No, I have not. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm already falling behind. It's only the 9th of November, but I know Christmas is going to be here in a minute. I don't think you could oh. responsibly purchase anything on this list. No, I don't know how you could. Like literally, not everything's overpriced. Well, if you're going to, you better order soon because things are not going to be arriving in time for Christmas. <laughs> what about a designer apron? Do we? Do we all? A designer apron? Yeah, a designer apron. You know, an apron that's supposed to get, like, food and dirt on it. It's supposed to get dirty to cover your clothes. Was it Gucci? uh, It's not Gucci. It's Mikosina. Oh, that sounds expensive. Mikosina, (laughs) the classic apron. It looks like denim. It looks like denim. What would you pay? Is it... Nothing. I would pay like five dollars for any apron. Ninety-nine dollars for the denim apron. Is it washable? Uh, it is washable. It has roomy pockets. So it's washable denim. It's not even nice denim. I don't think it's real denim. I think it's supposed to look like denim. No, it's it's got to be real denim. You'd hope yeah, so. Yeah, it, it is denim. You it is denim. You guys bucks. ever spill food on your jeans? How hard is it to get that food out? It's like very difficult. Jeans really? are a difficult sub- substance really? to get food out. I find. I don't have any real jeans, so I can't say. What like kind of real fragile denim. jeans are you buying? 
They're not fragile. I mean, it, like it's stuck. It sounds like they're fragile if they're staining so easily. I'm I just... thought jeans, jeans are supposed to hold up to stains. Are they Levi's? Uh, no, bonobos. Oh, of course they're bonobos. Although I will say I have bonobos too. I love my bonobos jeans. <laughs> they are nice. They fit well. <laughs> they do. They fit great. It's free advertising. <laughs> We're gonna get a sponsor one day. We should. Oprah should pay us for this. I don't, I don't think know. she'd pay for this commentary. <laughs> huh, well, this list just goes on and on and on. So I guess you can spend time looking through it if you want to get your loved one something that Oprah endorses. And I guess Gail is commenting on a few of them as well. Um, th- it's out there. So feel free. Do you guys think this is the year to just get everybody gift cards? Because no gift is going to arrive in the mail on time. I don't know. I, I'll go out and buy something. Is it really going to be? Supply sh- I, I don't gonna, believe that. If I order something on Amazon, it's still here in two days. Is it really going to be that bad? They say it is. They say. I, is that just a marketing thing to like get out and shop, like stimulate the economy, get is, out there is it and because go? Because people they don't have they're not staffed enough. That's what I'm assuming, right? They can assume that they're not going to be able to keep up with demand because they're not no, staffed it's, enough. No, it's because there it's because there's like a shortage of truck drivers and the um, so and they have to staffing. be union drivers. Well, okay, yeah, short staffing. They have to be union drivers in California or whatever, and that's where all most of the ships come in from China. Mm. And um, there's like a big shortage, but non-union are not allowed to drive it. So, <clears throat> oh, thanks, Zach. <laughs> Zach just tried to turn off his mic. But that was he hit, hilarious. He hit um, the wrong button. Mic two, Zach. Mic two. And also, as a as a pro tip, regardless if you turn it off, still point your mouth away from the mic. You're not supposed to turn it off and then just cough into the mic. That was absolutely hilarious. I didn't know. It. That was good. Let me just uh, turn my mic off here. <laughs> <clears throat> oh shit! <laughs> Professionals here, guys. Of course. That is. I need a I need a better cough button. Right. Yeah, we, we should get cough buttons. Um, we'll get the engineer on that. Um, <laughs> do you think that there's going to be a big shortage? Are you actually concerned about this? I don't know. I feel like you hear about the supply chain crisis in the news every day. You do. You I mean, do. I'm not overly concerned. I don't think I buy anything that's going to be Look, ridiculously delayed. Like I'll figure it out. Okay, the supply tr- the 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 supply chain is definitely impacting things. There's I mean, you it's very it takes a long time to buy a car right now. Um, furniture. I mean, like big ticket items that cost a few thousand dollars or more. Yeah, there's going to be some delays. Absolutely. Um, but in terms of, you know, smaller things, Christmas gifts, maybe things under a grand or something. I don't know. I, I feel like we're not going to run into any, any issues unless we're getting something really specific. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. If I have, yeah, any, please prob- do. If I have any problems buying anything. I'll or you know. unless it's like really popular. Or like, I mean, just some type of gift that's like all over, and everyone's just selling it, you know, selling it out. Nobody can keep up in stock. I, I like, suppose that's I mean, happening too. That, that happens every year, though. Well, sure, of course. We'll keep our finger on the pulse. <laughs> we will keep our finger on the pulse. It's the story we're following. As the cutting out early podcast is your source for this type of information. Yes, breaking <laughs> news that you get once every eh, whenever we feel like it. <laughs> Um, okay, did you guys see SNL over the weekend? Uh, not over the weekend, but I saw the replay. It was good. You saw the replay? Yes. It, I thought, was one of the, the better episodes of the year. And uh, the cold open, which I'm normally not the hugest fan, or the biggest fan of the cold opens. Hugest. The hugest. The largest, the biggest. The hugest fan. Um, huge. It'll be huge. Um, James Austin Johnson, who is a featured player on Saturday Night Live, he's new for this season. 
Uh, he uh, apparently, from what I saw, did a great uh, Trump impersonation. Like before the season started, there were some videos of him online. And then this past weekend, they put him on the cold open as Trump. The skit really didn't make sense. It was a Judge Janine skit. She's a Fox Two pun- uh, pundit. Um, but anyway, say it again. Pundit. Oh, pundit. She's a Fox. You said not, so aggressively. Not Fox Two. I'm sorry. A Fox. Did I say Fox Two? Fox News pundit. She's on Fox News pundit. once a week. Pundit. Yeah. Pundit. Watch your hard piece, please, the <laughs> microphone. These these muffs work, but they're not perfect. That just popped my ear. Uh, she is a Fox News pundit, and the skit really didn't want... What does pundit mean? <laughs> Can I get a definition? I'm going to look it up right now. I don't Jeez. believe it's real. I think he's making this up. No, I've heard it. You guys slow? My goodness. Ah, it's a real word. What does it mean? It's just a talking head. An expert in a particular subject or field. Oh, she is not that. <laughs> Who is frequently called upon to give opinions about it. Ah, uh, she is that. Anyway, the skit was just a facilitator for James Austin Johnson to get his Donald Trump impersonation out there. And I thought it was hilarious. Z- You've seen this, right, Alex? Yeah, it was. it's a really good Trump impression. Like, you'll, you'll hear it. Have It'll you, sound just you like You have not seen this, I love Zach. a good Trump impression. All right, I'm Let's ready for your, for your analysis here current president of the United States, Donald Trump. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I just wanted to congratulate Glenn Youngkin and mostly myself on a tremendous victory in Virginia. You know what, Glenn? We did it together. Oh, you, you don't have to say that. Mr. President, what an unexpected and frankly horny surprise. Oh, it's, great to be here. it's great to be here, Judge Judy, and it's great to be, frankly, winning again. Oh, we love to win. And you know what? You're going to see a lot more winning where that came from. Let me tell you, you're going to see it a lot. Oh, you can take me off the split screen. No, no. Are, you, are you watching? We did yeah. this together, Glenn. We did it so good, okay? I really want you to stay. Uh, really, that's okay. I- excuse me, Glenn. Excuse me. Excuse me, Glenn. Excuse me. Everybody comes to listening. You know what? Like you just saw, I think Glenn listened, okay? I mean, when you look at it, he's someone who takes advice so well. I mean, you know what? Can I get 60 seconds on the clock, please? Because there's a lot of times where I was giving advice. A lot of times I was giving advice and people weren't listening, and it didn't work out so great for some of those people, okay? I mean, when you look back with Star Wars, I said, you need to do it with swords. The lasers are not enough. You gotta have real swords, George. I remember talking, I said this to George. I said, if you're gonna do Star Wars, okay, you have to have real swords. And look at what they're doing with Dune. Look at what they're doing with Dune. I talked to Denny Villanueva. I said, look at, you know what? Look at the success of Dune. Look at Chalamet. Look at all of it. Okay, real swords. You know, frankly, with Dune, you've got Momoa and everyone's doing flips and it's very Game of Thrones. And people were very disappointed, I think, with Game of Thrones. You know how it ended and everything. But with Dune, I think you've got a lot of possibility with Dune. I see a lot of possibility. Two, three, four, fifteen movies. And I see a lot of possibility with Virginia. <laughs> the, the way he like sits there with his head cocked and his like mouth kind of open is so funny. I know. I think the, I th- the like rant he goes on is so accurate. Yeah. His his pace and his like mannerisms are perfect. Yeah. Campaigned with Glenn Youngkin, did you? Well, no, I I I never did. Glenn, Glenn, don't you dare! <laughs> don't go anywhere. Don't you dare, Glenn. You need to hear this. 
You know, I was never there, there with Glenn. You know, there, there. I was never there, there. <laughs> I told lots of people that they should vote for Glenn, part. okay? And you know what? Most people don't like Glenn. <laughs> he's a wonderful guy, okay? <laughs> Most people don't like him, but he's a wonderful guy. <laughs> rich, like my sons, okay? Glenn, you're like my son. <laughs> Please don't say that. Well, you know what? <laughs> Glenn, he's a wonderful guy, but these PC folks, oh my gosh, the awful PC police. They don't like him. They don't like him at all. You know what? Could I get 60 more seconds, please? Because <laughs> the PC folks, they don't like anything. These PC folks, you can't please them at all. They don't even like Chris Pratt as Mario. And you know what? I'm very close with Mario. Very close with Luigi. You know, our wives play golf together. We play Mario golf together. And Peach is a very close friend of mine. Peach is at it hard, but Peach is so great. And with the toads, by the way, I do great with the toads. I do great. You know the little mushroom people, the toad people? A lot of them came out. Last election. And the Toads love Chris Pratt. The Toads love Chris Pratt. And as Mario is going to do a lot better than that awful Eternals movie, I'll tell you that it's a lot better than Eternals. You know what, with the Turtles, it was too diverse. It was too diverse, and no one wants to see that. The movie's rotten, just as the tomatoes. Just as the tomatoes, it's rotten. And you can't even get tomatoes anymore because of this awful shipping nightmare that we've got with slow Joe Biden, okay? And there you, know, you go. This see? Is true. This is true. Glenn, excuse me. Glenn, excuse me. <laughs> this is true. You know, a guy came up to me the other day. Big guy. Big guy. Big guy. Anything, tears in his eyes. And he says. Big guy. He said to me, sir, my name is Santa Claus and Christmas is canceled. <laughs> Christmas is canceled, sir. And I said, we're not going to let that happen, Santa. And that's why I asked him to give Virginia to Glenn Youngkin. <laughs> I asked him to give that has to be one of the Santa more accurate. Because he loves America, and he loves Trump, right, Glenn? Wow. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's got to be one of the more accurate Trump impressions. It's really good. It's one of the best ones ever. And he has to like make it up as he goes along too, because you can't have a script for that. No. No. I mean, you have topics, but. Yeah, you, you can't do it word for word on a script. Yeah. I mean, that talent right there. You gotta watch a lot, watch a lot of film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Good for us. The whole episode I thought was great. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Just pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. What I, about uh? I thought the the skits were really long. I felt like they dragged out a lot of the skits, like. The, uh, the cold open, that one seemed really long. They're all long like, like that. I felt like they were just trying to give him as much screen time as possible to do his Trump impression, which is fine. It was really funny, but it just felt really long and dragged out. And then the first skit about the cable, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the Spectrum yeah. cable? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where he just keeps getting passed along to different uh, people on the phone. You weren't a fan? Where he's trying to can't. Well, it just felt dragged out. Like it just, they tried to get every single cast member in that skit when they could have maybe cut it off after two or three different iterations of the same joke. Um, and I felt like they did that a couple times. But overall, I thought it was pretty funny. Good topics, good variety of skits. Man, Keenan is still everywhere. I, thought, I know. I thought he left. He's still doing, like, every skit. Yeah, yeah, he he's on fire. He's still doing a great job. I love Keenan, but I thought he was gone. No, he's, he's there. Yeah. Uh, where's Kate McKinnon? I don't know. She's on the uh, opening uh, roll call, but, yeah, you don't see her at all. She hasn't been in anything. Mm-mm. Um, she must not be around. I feel like she'd definitely be used if she was around. Unless she's just writing, right? Uh, I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, I don't know. I thought she was, like, filming a movie or something. Oh, maybe. I think Bowen Yang is the next big star. I mean, he's great. 
on SNL. You think so? Yeah. And Eh. they gave him like a permanent role this year. And he's been in so many different skits. I mean, he's hilarious. He's okay. He's not my favorite. You don't like him? Uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb humor. It's uh, maybe it's just not for me. I don't know. He's okay. He's okay. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's 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 not very. I don't know. Different. I don't think there's anything unique about it. It's just kind of boring to me. But that's just me. I think it's different than anybody else they have on on staff. Uh, Kate McKinnon is, I guess, filming something. Um, Not SNL. She's oh, she's uh, filming the Peacock series Joe Exotic, where she's uh, playing Carol Baskin. <laughs> so I guess she's too busy for SNL because she's playing Carol Baskin, the murderer. I had not heard of that. I guess that sounds interesting. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, well, interesting. Whatever. Um, how are the Red Wings doing? Are they still winning? I'm not gonna. Say, you want me to say? I know. No. Again, everyone listening right now, congrats on the Red Wings winning, or it's too bad they lost. Uh, <laughs> it's two to three right now. Yeah, it's oh, getting close. It's getting close, Amboy. Uh, Fifteen minutes to go in the third period. Um, anyway, we do have a little bit of college football to get into, which is fine. We can talk about it. Uh, so this is the week after the Michigan Michigan State game, right? <laughs> yeah, last weekend didn't happen. Uh, the if Michigan, you didn't, if you didn't State watch game. it, if you didn't watch it, it didn't happen, right? That's Un- how it works. Unfortunately, a little bit of old news. I didn't watch Spartans. it because I was trapped in the concessions line the whole time. <laughs> Man, that experience at Purdue. Well, yeah, I want to hear about this. Well, let's, let's let's go back to Michigan Michigan State just for a second. I'm not going to gloat or anything. It was a great game. I just want to. You're not going to gloat or anything. No. You know, just saying that is you gloating. Well, take it as you want. I can't. I can't help. I can't pander to everyone, Max. Okay, that was amazing. <laughs> it's a close game. It was a great game. It was a great. It was. Game. W- it was the best game of the season. It might be the best game I've ever watched. The best game you've ever watched. I can't think of a better one. That was that exciting. The best college football game you've ever. That, that watched? That was that exciting throughout. Yes, I think it was definitely up there. I think I'm a little. We're a little biased because we. You know, had some pretty big stakes in the game, but yeah. But even when we were down, it never felt like we were out. It wasn't boring when we were down. Yeah. And then I would think, from a Michigan perspective, even when we came back and took the lead, that they still felt like they were in it until the last minute. Yeah. And that they had a very good chance of winning until then. Yeah. It was all Jim Harbaugh's fault. I mean, I, I I'm placing. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I'm Alex. I'm serious. I really think the majority of the blame should lie on him. We were talking about how good of a game it was. <laughs> no, I understand, but Michigan still <laughs> lost, and that sucks. So. Max is still very upset. Yeah. I am not upset. I'm I'm rooting for both schools anyway, but I just rather for Michigan when they play Michigan State. It's just how I am. It was um, the most watched game of any other college football game. How many year. people? I think more than the Bachelor premiere, right? Almost ten million. Yeah, nine point really? three. Nine point three million. Christ. People. Almost a uh, hundred million people watched that game. <laughs> The Bachelor should take a page out of that book. Maybe they should incorporate some more college football into The Bachelor and get more viewers. They should get Jim Harbaugh on The Bachelor. <laughs> that would be great. The new Chris Harrison. <laughs> Could you imagine Jim Harbaugh hosting The Bachelor? No. Oh, my good God. It would be horrible. What a scene that would be. Now, you see, Michelle, you don't want him because he eats chicken, and chicken <laughs> is a scared bird. <laughs> no, but, I mean, Harbaugh had – there were three. There were three defensive penalties for too many men on the field. In Harbaugh's, what, sixth year? That's bullshit. It's at Harbaugh or the coordinator? I, it's who's, who's, both. Who's, who's, it's, who's, har- it does, it's Harbaugh. Somebody should have stepped in and stopped it. 
It's yeah. you, three anybody. times. Somebody, anybody. Three times. Guess what? You don't have to get new players in the field when Michigan State's doing a hurry-up offense. You don't have time for that. You're going to get called for it. They got busted three times. It's bullshit. So that was huge. I also think that he was not aggressive enough towards the red zone. They were uh, trying to get players on the field, and Walker was already in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that. What a good one. Um, <laughs> Are you okay? Are you doing all right? <laughs> yeah, where's your drops, Alex? Uh, they're here. Are they? No. Are they? I don't see them anywhere. Yeah, I don't have my laptop this week. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Um, And then, you know, you can't win cooking that many field goals. That's, that's a huge part of it, too. So I, I just think a This is Michigan. <laughs> I just think a combination of that was bad. Um, you know, it's just Yeah, I don't think we have to dwell on it too much. No, uh, it's fine. No, I they mean, lost. So it, it, it is two weeks ago. And, and then the Spartans lost last weekend yeah, and, and are blowing their chances of getting in the playoffs. And I think we should talk about that a little bit. Well, it sucks because if the Spartans are gonna beat Michigan, then at least win out. Don't lose to Purdue. Come <laughs> what, on. What, what bothers me about that game is not that we lost. It's that before the game, everyone told us we were going to lose. Yeah. And, and then, then we, we lost. still lost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if everyone That's said, what bothered you? Yeah. Just that everybody called it, and then we still lost. Because it just felt like, no, we're better than Purdue. We should be able to beat them. We should be able to have a game time, game plan. Plus, everyone's telling us we're going to lose, so we're going to be extra motivated to not lose. And then we kind of just got our asses handed to us. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even really close i mean i didn't i didn't watch it so i don't have any huge takes um i know that we couldn't get off the field on third down um i know that bell guy for purdue was we knew going in that he was going to be a problem and then he was more than a problem i think he had 12 catches for like 217 yards and two touchdowns or something absurd um and i think our second i mean our secondary has been bad all year we uh, only had three active corners for that game yeah i mean Cade mcnamara put up like 300 something yards on us and he was not even doing anything close to that before that game. Um, I think in this game, some O'Connell guy that no one's ever heard of before put up over 500 yards on us. I think it just kind of all fell through. We were not on our A game, and we don't, we're not good enough to do that. I watched the second half. They just looked lazy or slow. I don't know what it was. I don't even know how to describe it. I, I was at a bar, but it just looked slow like they were out of energy, and I don't know why. I don't know what happened. or Somebody took their gas off their foot off the gas pedal. And they just, I don't know, which is, they just looked lazy. Which is really strange because I don't think that's been anything we've seen earlier this Yeah, I, I agree. So it's, 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 you hope it's just a one-off thing. I don't think our secondary was a one-off thing, but they have played better than that before. So it just, it just sucks now because they beat Michigan and then they get this loss against Purdue. So to, is, is there, are their playoff chances done? No, no, absolutely not. They're not because they can, well, they still need to win out, which... I don't think anybody thought winning out was really a likelihood for this team at the beginning of the season, at least. Like you never well, could have predicted that. Sure, at the beginning. And, and then even throughout the season, we had some really close calls. Uh, the Nebraska game, uh, Indiana, Indiana was pretty close. I think Rutgers was pretty close. Kind of. It was closer than it could have. Been. Are the playoff rankings out right now? They are coming oh, they out should today. Be. They should be actually. Can somebody pull them up, please? But, yeah. Basically, um, basically, we still have a road to the playoff. We just have to win out and beat Ohio State. But if we beat Ohio State and go to the Big Ten championship game and win, there's no way they can keep us out of the playoff. A one-loss Big Ten champion, that's what Ohio State's going to be if they went out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's what Michigan would be if they lost, if they won out. I think um, all three teams are still eligible for the playoff. Let me ask you this. How was your experience in Purdue? Because you were there tailgating. You know, West Lafayette was a really cool town. 
We went to a cool restaurant. We went to a cool bar. What restaurant? Um, it's called Nine Irish Brothers. Nine Irish Brothers? Yes. Wow. Were uh, there nine Irish Brothers there? Uh, maybe. But it's just a cool standard Irish pub kind of place. Um, wow, out. 4.7 stars, yeah, 2,000 reviews. Yeah, it was highly recommended. Oh, my God, that's um, really good. So, yeah, it was a cool place to, you know, get some food, get a couple drinks before the game. Um, and then we, we walked closer to campus. We went to a place called Harry's Chocolate Shop, which is, like, a old-style, like, iconic bar, campus bar yeah. in West Lafayette. That was cool. It's just, like, all wood paneled. It looks like it's been there since 1800. I do love old bars like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was packed. Um, and, you know, all kinds of Purdue fans. But we went there. It was, it was really cool and interesting to see what West Lafayette's like. And campus seemed really nice. But the stadium is just not very nice. No. Um, pretty pretty, pretty dumpy. Pretty small. It just looked dead. It looked like it was just bleh. It looks boring. Well, is it boring? Would you describe it as boring? Yeah, that might be a good way to say it, but it's just... What is it, the Ross Aid R- Ross Stadium? Aid. It, what Ross I, Aid The way Stadium. I would describe it is, like, they're not prepared to have a sellout crowd. It looks like a horseshoe. The place was packed. It was sellout crowd, but it. I don't think they were prepared for that. Concession lines lasted, like, an hour. The bathroom... Yeah, how was the concession line? Oh, it was awful. I was there for... I went there at halftime, and I don't think I got back to my seat until late in the third quarter. Are you serious? It was. What What are you so hungry for or thirsty for that you need it? Just hot dogs. They sold beer there, though, didn't they? Yeah, they do sell beer in the stadium. You waited that long for hot dogs and beer. Yeah, and beer. Just seems like a and a pretzel. (laughs) Well, what else was there? They had a TV, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'll watch. Like, I don't want to get out of line. I really want a hot dog. I don't know. How could the line be that long? I was so stubborn. It really couldn't you find a, a line that's a lot shorter, like maybe a little out of the way. We were already in the very far end of the horseshoe in the uh, visitor section. And do you want me to give it one star for you? I can write a review for it. Please do. And it has 4.7 reviews right and now. And the, ba- 4.7 stars. the bathrooms just had a very poor layout. It was really weird. You waited in line, and you got into the bathroom, and it was this gig- like very wide room with one row of urinals on the left side. So you'd get in line to then get in another line for each individual urinal. Oh, jeez. Yeah. If was, I could give this shithole of a stadium zero <laughs> stars, I would. Is that a good way to start? Sure. <laughs> I mean, again, it wasn't that bad. I'm sure on any other Purdue game where there are fewer fans there, it would be more enjoyable. Um, you know, they got a nice big new uh, Jumbotron, and every seat is close to the field because it's not like the biggest stadium ever. So I could see it being a good time, but they were just unprepared for the number of people there, and I think that really yeah. hurt, hurt the experience. Plus, we had this Purdue fan sitting next to us that was really obnoxious near the end of the game once it was clear that Purdue was going to win. The the lines were long, the bathrooms were a complete disaster, and the Spartans lost, plus (laughs) the fans were dicks. One star! I'm going to post that. I think that covers it. Yep, hit them with it. But we had a really fun fun trip overall. It was just, game could have been better, obviously. obviously. I'm sure if we won, I would have a little better of a review for it. Maybe two or three stars, but... But we didn't, so that's yeah. how it well, is. I mean, we'll see. I think Mel Tucker's done a good job owning the loss, and hopefully they can do what they can with the secondary. The problem is, is that it was such a bad game from your secondary, you would think that even a horrible team could do something better than that. You know, it's almost like a coaching thing. Like, you can have bad players, and then you can have a bad scheme, and I think it was a combination of both those things <laughs> that kind of made that happen. Yeah. I mean, he is doing a good job of owning the loss. Yeah. You're, you're right about that, which is the exact opposite of 
Jim Harbaugh. What Jim Harbaugh's doing. We're still what? What are you talking about? So Jim Harbaugh went out, and they beat Indiana pretty handedly at oh, home. Oh, yeah. What was his final score? And and then on Monday, Let me find it. On Monday after the game against Indiana, he's still talking about the MSU-U of M game. He's, yeah, the one call where Aide Hutchinson potentially caused a fumble sack that resulted in a touchdown. Oh, yeah. That was a touchdown. Yeah. See, well, that, it wasn't. Uh, well, they didn't it, rule it. It should have been. It should have been. Maybe. I'm not saying that would have decided the game. I'm just saying it should have been a touchdown. Just admit it would have been a touchdown. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. You guys both know it should have been a touchdown. So what? I, doesn't I, ma- it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't, I'm not going to use that as a, is, it It's not matter. going to be an excuse for the loss. Um, but in, in a vacuum, that should have been a touchdown. I mean, come on. Well, first of all, can we talk about how they had horrible angles for all that? They had so much I hype thought, behind the game. And the, oh, somehow, the, I like, thought the entire broadcast was shit. Oh I thought it was complete God. shit. I thought the announcing was bad. Joel Klatt is horrible. <laughs> he would I, just say, oh, that's wrong, Joel. Like, that's just completely wrong. <laughs> the, the angles were bad. The replays were disastrous because they'd start showing a replay, and the, the next play would already be running. Yeah. And they'd, like, split screen the replay with, with the next play. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't And care. they have all these slow motion things, like... Like, like these fans, like in slow motion, like their heads in their hands. Like, wh- what is that doing for me? Just show the fucking game. God damn it! It was bad. It yeah. was so bad. It was so bad, Alex. I thought it was disastrous. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, Joel Klatt is awful. And you know what's disappointing is I love Gus Johnson for college basketball games, but I realize I don't know if I really like him for college football games. Well, he's secretly a U of M fan. Like, well, they both are. <laughs> they both are on the payroll of the Michigan media. I think. <laughs> That's such speculation. I, I think, listen to the broadcast and then tell me. <laughs> I think Gus Johnson just yells a little bit too much He's, for football. He feels himself a little bit. Walker! <laughs> Every single play. Give me 20, Walker! <laughs> Two-yard two run into the into the back of the offensive line. Walker! <laughs> uh, Michigan you, beat the Hoosers 29-7. Uh, they have a big game this weekend. By the way, the Wolverines, Penn yeah. State, yeah, Penn State. Oh boy, go Nittany Lions. Um, Penn State is, <laughs> just had a two-game losing okay. streak before uh, they beat somebody really handedly last week. I forget who it was. There's some nobody in the Big Ten. Uh, I think it was like Illinois or something. Uh, Michigan at Penn State. They lost to Illinois in nine overtime. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> at noon. Uh, it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> um, Do you have any analysis for the Michigan win at all? Didn't watch. Well, it. I didn't watch, and okay. there was nothing to I was say. At no, Purdue. One ca- no one cares. Well, okay, whatever. And no one cares because they beat Indiana. Who I watched was on their, their fourth string quarterback. I watched. It was, it was one like, of the most boring games I've ever seen. Okay. It was so boring. I, I was dream weavering the whole time. Really, it was just a boring game. Yeah. That's what you did with your Saturday night, <laughs> seven thirty game, and you had to watch Michigan play IU. I Ugh. threw it on. I, I, I had a slow Saturday night. Okay. Just. Really slow Saturday night. <laughs> Weren't the Wings playing or something? Um, yeah, the Wings were playing. Oh, um, they made a they bad won. Choice. No, no, no. They won. I watched both. I watched the Wings and then I threw on U of M when the Wings were over and it was boring. I probably fell asleep and then I watched Saturday Night Live. Wings yeah. played in a. They beat the Sabers in overtime that night. Yeah, I know. I know. It was great. Cider's first goal. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, but regardless, Michigan won. Uh, so now both uh, Michigan and the Spartans have one loss. They actually got – I do remember them saying they got some big injuries in that game. Like Blake Corum went out. I'm not There's sure. There's no update on his status. Um, there were a couple other, like, offensive linemen or something that got injured in it. So yeah. Jim Harbaugh got hurt too. Bruised ego. That was the weekend before. That was the weekend before. That's so funny. Oh God, that's <laughs> hilarious. You should uh, use that a lot. Thanks. Just came up. But they got a huge game at, at State <laughs> College this weekend. Are the Spartans off? 
No, um, Maryland. Maryland. They're, oh, okay, that's but right. It's kind of an interesting game because they're 13-point favorites, but Maryland is a, like a pretty strong pass offense, which kind of mimics what they faced at Purdue, and obviously we don't know what happened at Purdue. So it's kind of interesting that MSU is such a thir- like a 13-point favorite against Maryland now, but they're back at home. We'll it's- see if they can you know finish out this season strong and the um and but I think the more interesting game is definitely U of M at Penn State because yeah 100 Penn State has a outstanding defense they've had an outstanding defense all year you remember that big game the penn state wisconsin game where it was like the two defenses going at each other mm-hmm. and their offense has actually been pretty questionable but that's because sean clifford their like star qb has been out and he's back and healthy so it's it, and it's at state college so it's going to be an interesting game this weekend yeah. it's really going to say a lot if michigan w- can win this game it'll say a lot mm. about michigan i think yeah, and as we know from the Iowa-Penn State game, Penn State does not have a backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you just have to kill Sean Clifford, and you're fine. <laughs> what what time is game time for that one? Kickoff. Uh, the Michigan game? Noon. It's yeah. a, it's the big, yeah, it's the big noon game. Damn. It's hoping for a whiteout night game. Penn State's one-point favorite right now. It, wow. it, was, it opened at Michigan one-point favorite and switched over to Penn State well, one-point favorite. Interesting. Um, well, unfortunately, Harbaugh's already kicked the curse of uh, – Losing as an underdog, right? Because he beat oh Wisconsin. Yeah, but that was fake. Wisconsin's not good. Yeah. Do you have the rankings? I do actually. You All right, guys let's hear, hear them. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, Live reaction. How do you want? How do you want me to go? Do you want me to go from top to b- no? Like just high just to start, low. Start at number one. Start I at, prefer. Start at ten to one. You want oh, ten to one? Okay. Yeah, because nothing outside of ten matters. Well, no, we already know who one and no, two are. Start. Just go one through ten. Start at one. I'm. I, I, who's the best? Number one, obviously Georgia. Okay. Not changed. Number two, Alabama. Okay. Unchanged. I, don't, I still don't like that. Um. Number. Th- yeah, I don't like it either. They shouldn't have a one-loss team that high. Although they're running out of undefeated teams. Um. Is Cincinnati still undefeated? Yes. They are. Okay. Guess what? Uh, we'll, go, we'll get to them. All right. I'm sorry. So one Number is Georgia, three. two is Alabama. Number three is Oregon. Okay. Uh, four. I don't really like that either. F- I don't think Oregon's very good. I really don't. Uh, four is Ohio State. Okay. I, I, that doesn't matter. The Big Ten spot really doesn't matter at this stage. No, to me. It, no it doesn't. Um, I don't uh, think any of these rankings really matter that much. No, they don't until the end of the season. Yeah. Until after, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio yeah. State, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati's number five. Okay. Uh, Michigan moved up to six. Ooh. Okay. Wow. Spartans fall to seven. Which ouch. Actually, ooh. That's not ouch. So bad. My ooh. I mean, it basically says what we already <laughs> knew. I, Max, they're playing themselves out of the playoffs. That's just not true. It's if you win, you're in. So honestly, the Purdue game really matters. The like one of the least on their schedule. Well, they can afford one loss, but you just didn't think it would come against Purdue. Eh, a lot of people thought it was going to come against <laughs> Purdue. <laughs> I think that was just a hot take. Ohio State made the playoff the year they lost to Purdue. Yeah. And we, the year Michigan I State. They can still make the playoff. Whatever. It's fine. They the can year, make the playoffs. The year Michigan State made the playoff, they came mm. off that big trouble with the snap win against U of M. And then the next game, they lost to Nebraska. But then they went, you know, won the rest of their games and then they went to the playoff. Yes. That's right. So some parallels there. Okay. Um, Suck it. Oklahoma is kind of Oklahoma stuck at eight, which is kind of interesting. See, that's what I don't agree with. I think Oklahoma should be in the top four. They're undefeated, and while they don't have the greatest wins, they're undefeated in a Power Five conference. I don't think they're very good, though. I but but kick them down once they lose, if they lose. But if they become if they go through the season undefeated in the Big Twelve and win the Big Ten, win the Big Twelve championship, they're going to be in the playoffs. Just so they can get wrecked in the playoffs, like they do every year. 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm tired of seeing Oklahoma State get in as a number four seed and they get wrecked by Alabama or Georgia. Sure. It's stupid. But there's something to be said about playing quality opponents every week and winning every week. I mean, Michigan State lost Purdue because we play, arguably, because we play competitive opponents every week and it wore us down. Yeah. I, I forgot who they played this weekend, but I thought it was supposed to be a decent team. Uh, oh, no, this weekend they play uh, Baylor. So they'll have a decent team ranked 18. <clears throat> So we'll see. I mean, they, they're, the tough part of their schedule is coming up. I think, personally, I really think that it should be two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams this year. I think those are the best teams in the country. And those are going to be the ones who played the toughest schedule. Cincinnati, I I think this Purdue game says a lot. I Actually, John Jansen said this on the air, and I really agree with him. And I usually hate what he has to say because he's <laughs> a big Michigan slappy, obviously. But he said this on the air. He said that this – the. Um, the Michigan State loss this year or this weekend says a lot because you can go out in the Big Ten and potentially lose any weekend. Cincinnati had the big noon kickoff. They went out and they played a horrible game against Tulsa, and they still won. But it was a bad game against a bad team, and they wouldn't if they would have played anybody worth their salt, they would have lost. Yeah, and I I think that there's a lot to be said against playing a quality opponent every week, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I just don't like Oklahoma. I hate that they're in every year and they get bombed every year. So, I don't know. <laughs> but interesting, the top ten. I, don't, I can keep going. There's really nothing of interest past that. No, that's fine. Uh, Wake dropped to 12. Well, who's, Purdue, nine and, who's nine and ten? Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Notre Dame is nine. And Oklahoma State is ten, which makes a good matchup for Oklahoma-Oklahoma State, which is the last weekend in November. Mm. So... Um, yeah. You, what were you saying about Purdue? Purdue's 19. They went up to 19. Wow. I mean, they kind of deserve it. They've popped two top five teams, at number two and number three. They play uh, Ohio State this weekend. Oh, my goodness. So watch out. Oh boy. <laughs> no, but they're ranked now. <laughs> they don't win when they're ranked. Oh, that's true. They only win when they're unranked. This is the most courtesy thing they could have done for Ohio State. <laughs> they basically gave them a win. <laughs> yeah. What a jerk move. Um, let me see. Maybe we can see where Penn State is. Penn State's still not ranked, which is kind of wild. Interesting. Um, I think a lot of people thought they were they're better than you know the top twenty five. Iowa's at twenty. So is this ranking? Is this ranking how quality they think the teams are, or just how likely it is that that team can make the playoff if they win? No, it's it's because like Purdue or Penn State cannot make the playoff even if they win out, and I don't think Purdue can either. But they're still ranked, so that. I'm confused. I think they're doing it based on what you've done so far. It doesn't matter what you could do. It's what you've done so far. And I think that MSU only dropping to seven kind of says a lot because not only did they lose, but they said that they value that head-to-head with Michigan so much that they're still, you know, in the top ten, even though it was debatably a pretty bad loss. (laughs) um, Yeah, I think it's interesting. Well, the Big Ten will sort itself out. Um, it would be really interesting if both U of M and MSU won out and made it into the playoff. I think that's one of the you know best scenarios for both of our teams. But it'd be fun. It would be fun. Incredible. Although we'd both get rocked. One of us would get rocked by Georgia. <laughs> one of us get rocked by Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just having flashbacks to that Cotton Bowl we went to. Oh, it was oh horrible. God. That was crazy. That was. It was so fun. One, up of, the, to one that of the too. one of the few college football games I go to, and they can't even score one. Oh, Ouch! So it was sad, and we drowned our sorrows in Waffle House as the New Year struck. Yeah, remember that we were at Waffle House like at twelve thirty in the morning in yeah. Dallas. They're very sad waffles. <laughs> I know. Waffle House does make everything better. 
Usually. 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 It Um, it worked its hardest, but it didn't do much that night. (laughs) I have a medical question for you, Zach. This is going to be bad. As our resident doctor. I'm not going to give any advice. (laughs) I'm not looking for advice. Um, Aaron Rodgers says he is allergic to the vaccine. Is that possible? Do you agree with that? Sure. I don't know. Sure? Is he allergic to something in the vaccine? I don't know. So your official uh, recommendation is that he should not take it because he's allergic. If he's allergic to something in it, yes. I don't know. I I really don't know. All right. Um, Well, obviously. I was reading a little bit on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was it he, well the it, whole story is first of all aaron Rodgers said a few months ago when he was asked are you vaccinated he was he said yes i'm immunized oh yeah yeah so that was the whole thing and then turns out well, he's not he, he got covid and he's not vaccinated and he tested positive yeah he tested positive and now he's out for at least 10 days and then he needs like two positive covid tests and at least 10 days or something like that right you know what's embarrassing the nfl sent out a memo to the teams to reiterate their mask requirements for unvaccinated players they did that today Oh, yeah, because he was going to uh, press conferences without a mask yeah. because he was immunized. Yeah, he was immunized. But not vaccinated. Um, well, sure. There's a, I mean, you can, I don't know if you guys know, there's like a huge laundry list of things that NFL players have to do if they're not vaccinated. Like, they have to work out at a certain time of the day. But Aaron wasn't doing any of that. They, I don't know. I, I really don't, I mean, we know the press conferences. He well, was yeah. doing them without a mask, <laughs> and that was something on the list. Yeah, but he can throw the football really far. <laughs> So. And he was the MVP last year, so yeah, I guess I mean, he can get on. away with that. I, I mean, come I, on. How can you argue with somebody that good at football? I think it's pretty wild to think about, like, what should be the consequences for it? There's not going to be any consequences. But there should be consequences there for it. There probably should be, but there's not he going to the be. Ruse. He's going to be. He's a really good player, so there's not going to be any consequences. And the NFL loves their rules. <laughs> you broke the rules. Screw <laughs> you. I'm going to make new rules. I, I feel like Rodgers also wouldn't get flagged for taunting. If we're if we're gonna connect these two issues with the NFL, I feel like Rodgers is also above. He's the like taunting. discount double check, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like that would warrant a flag it, when, for when, the Lions. When he <laughs> when he yelled at the Bears fans, "I own you." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, out of all the things that probably should have made a flag, <laughs> there's no the NFL. It's just sad. Instead of coming out for some type of sanction or anything, all they do is send out a little memo. Clubs are reminded that any individual who is not fully vaccinated is required to wear a mask at all times well, when know, inside the club facility. You know why? It's because they knew. It's because they knew. And well, of course they knew, but they're not going to say anything because he's Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. He's That's not what some, happened. Not some third stringer. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they, they must have like a formal status for every player saved somewhere. Like, Absolutely. Like, like submit your vaccine card or something. Like didn't Evander Kane, the uh, hockey player, I think he plays for the San Jose Sharks now maybe. I don't know what team he's on. I want to say San Jose. He got caught submitting a fake COVID vaccine card. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> they, they, what, do they verify each of them? I don't know. I mean, There's you've probably seen a, them, right? They, look, they, they just look like a card you could get anywhere. Well, and I like, have one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, did I violate HIPAA? Yeah. Yes. Aaron yes, Rodgers would be very upset with he you. He probably had like a typo on it or something. Spelled like COVID wrong. Roger said in the Pat McAfee show uh, he was allergic to an ingredient used in the two mRNA vaccines, which are Pfizer and Moderna, and steered away from the J&J vaccine after reports of adverse reactions. Uh, he did not disclose what ingredient he was allergic to, but noted that the CDC warned those allergic to the polyethylene glycol ingredient should choose another form of protection against the virus. Uh, so he just kind of went on and on and on. It was um, a re- it was like a long so like. I mean, it's a long story. I mean, it was a long, it was a big t- interview. Yeah, and he, he basically said that like the only reason the NFL had these things is they were trying to shame the players that weren't vaccinated, and 
It was. It was. It was. It was kind of like it was. He surprised he's getting shit for it too. Well, he should get shit for it. He yeah, is but gonna, he, he came out and said, like, I was very surprised that he, my interview was taken that way. He is going to get, because it's a very controversial topic, first of all, and then he went out on the air and basically, like, called everyone's viewpoint on the vaccine that you're either, like, shame-mongering or forcing me against my rights or I'm allergic. I don't know. Well, it, he, was a, it, was a, it was a wild interview. He did take responsibility for misleading comments about his... Um, vaccine status he did he said, go back on the pack McAfee show again today yeah he returned today uh following a provocative appearance on the program last week <laughs> on friday he went from friday to today that's pretty wild he said this is today uh the 9th of november i made some comments that people might have felt were misleading to anybody who felt misled by those comments i take full responsibility for those comments uh i stand by what i said and the reasons why i made the decision uh so he just kind of went on and on uh, anyway, yeah, so he he, uh, he stands by the comments, but... Uh, oh, I'm he sorry takes, about that. <laughs> he takes full responsibility for those uh, comments and for those people who are misled by the comments, too. What does um, that mean? Does anybody know what that means? Not really. I take responsibility for you being misled. <laughs> Do you think State Farm hates the vaccines? No, they're still keeping them. They came what? out with a statement that said, we will keep Aaron Rodgers right. as a spokesperson so, for State Farm. So like, they hate the vaccine. They're like, we sell too much damn insurance. We can't get rid so of it. So they them. hate the vaccine. I guess so. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, if they're keeping him as a spokesperson, right? They hate the vaccine. I guess so. I, I just want a bold statement. I, oh, never mind. I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just baiting. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm watching the score right not, now. You're not taking it. I'm watching the Red Wings... Uh, Edmund and Oilers. Oh. They just scored. The Red Wings just scored an empty netter. 4-2. Nice. Six seconds left. Who scored it? Um, Let me see here. It's not up yet. All right. Well, live update. I'm cutting out early. Uh, Congratulations (laughs) to the Red Wings who won, but everyone here already knew that. (laughs) Obviously, that's not breaking news. Big game here. (laughs) This is is like being in the future. Cider scored. Cider scored. Yeah, this is like, is this what being in the future feels like? <laughs> uh, so the Red Wings going to win four to two tonight. How are the Spartans doing? Uh, I I turned it off. It was really bad. At oh oh okay. Well, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. So th- how how bad they lose? I don't know. You you keep asking. Me. I'm just curious. Well, I don't know. I mean, well, to everyone out there knows seven. Uh, well, eighty seven to seventy four. Ooh, that's wow. not so bad. What was the spread? Four. Oh, wow. They, they played a pretty good first half, I will say. I was yeah. impressed. I didn't watch the second half, but from it's what I bad. saw, Best it was really rough. That's, that's not so bad. Kansas is number three team in the country. We're unranked. We have a lot of freshmen. Okay. We'll get better. You can't stress over November basketball. But yeah, the the freshmen like, did look rough. I would like to congratulate everyone listening in the future uh, on MSU's Thursday victory over Western Michigan. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan State's not one and one. God, I hope they season. lose so bad. I hope they lose so bad. <laughs> That'd be tough. So I've never wanted a Spartans team to lose more than this Thursday. <laughs> so Michigan State is now one and one on the season <laughs> after, after – after losing to Kansas in the first game of the year. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yes, we're in the future now. Nice. The Red Wings, that's a big so, win for them, by the way. Yeah, it's maybe, a huge maybe win we just the Maybe we just invented time travel. I you think have we to did. speak something into existence on a podcast, and that's how you travel into the future. Is that how that works? We're going to go upstairs, and it's going to be Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys see the photo of Lauren Sanchez staring into uh, Leo DiCaprio's eyes? I did, but I didn't know who that was until you just said her name now. Lauren Sanchez is the girlfriend of Jeff B. 
Bezos, the owner of uh, Amazon. Didn't he just get a divorce or something? Yeah, he did, of course. But he's 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 back on his feet, I guess. He must be doing well. I'm glad he got over it. Did he meet her in space? Uh, maybe. God, I, I, you know, it must have been tough for Bezos before he looked at his bank account, and then he's like, oh, I still have this much money? I'm fine. <laughs> so I'm sure he got over it very quickly. Uh, but uh, it was a picture at, um, what was it, the LACMA Art and Film Gala, another one of those rich person parties that all the rich people go to in Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, I want to see this photo you're talking about, though. Oh, you haven't seen it? It's a video. It's a short video. I'll play it for you. His, um, his girlfriend looks like she's uh, here, trying to get nice and cozy with Leo. Right here. Zach, take a look. Uh, I'll start over. Oh, that's ridiculous. Look at her. He's, like, uncomfortable. <laughs> look at that look. Look at that look at her. Why is uh, why is Leo so much taller than both? I think it's not, he's up on a step. Look at her. He must be on a step. He's, he's, he's pretty like, short. He's, like, two feet taller than them. They're on a step because she steps up at the end. Okay. But yeah, oh she, she gets uncomfortably close to him. And even Leo's like, yeah, yeah. I, I think he says, don't come near me. Look at what he says there. He gives her, like, the two fingers. Yeah, don't no, come near me. No, he's, See he's being friendly. There's, there's, See you no, later. there's no way that's what he says. <laughs> they, are, they are so going to bang. Guaranteed. Oh, my goodness. Oh, come on. You don't think so? Keep it in your pants. <laughs> my pants? Tell that to Leo. I think America wants to see it happen. No, Jeff Bezos I, does. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Okay, if that was on a pay-per-view event, I, I, you have to watch. Come on. I mean, can you imagine? And then, and then Jeff wait, Bezos wait, in the corner. No, well, no, Max. No, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? If that was a pay-per-view event, you'd have to watch. Of course. Are that's, you kidding me? That's disgusting. Oh, come on. <laughs> Believe me, if America could vote, they would vote these two people in. I would not watch. You'd have to watch wait, for the wait, show. Wait, wait, if America could vote, they would vote these two people in. Yeah, like the, these two people to bang. Like, that would be their vote. That would be America's <laughs> overall vote for Lauren Sanchez and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's, no. You don't <laughs> think so? That's a weird comment I feel to like make. like breaking laws here or something. That I, doesn't I'm, seem right to hey, me. Hey, listen, I'm just saying. I, I think this would be an incredible uh, addition to the American voting system if we could do this. And this would be the winner for 2021. It has to be. I don't think so. I think you guys are missing a huge opportunity. Oh, really? It, it's I, a weird story. That <laughs> Jeff Bezos should like be embarrassed. You know what Bezos did? What? He uh he posted a picture of himself on um Twitter. I haven't seen that. He said, "Leo, come over here. I want to show you something." And it's a picture of him standing uh, in the woods against a sign. He's like flexing on the sign too. <laughs> the si- oh my god, he thinks Let me see he thinks he's so hot. Um, the sign says, "Danger, steep cliff, fatal drop." Look at this. Is that real? Yeah, that's real. That's Be- Bezos posted that on his Twitter. Wow, is that a threat? I think so. Can you believe he did? Oh my god, he thinks he's so hot in that picture. He's got no shirt on. He's got sunglasses on. Jesus Christ. I mean, if anyone could do this, Mr. Steal Your Girl, it's Leo. Oh, of course. I mean, he's the guy. Although, how old is she? Yeah, she may be a little old. If she's over 20, forget it. <laughs> if her age doesn't start with one, then Leo is moving on. She. <laughs> she's had a lot of uh, a lot of surgery done. That's yeah, what she I has. Got, or at least Botox. Um, yeah, how old is she? Because that, that probably could be a deal breaker. <laughs> Uh, she is, she was born in 1969. So, what, 52? 51? The summer of 69? It's like... Uh, the winter of 69. Oh, 
It's like twice as old as Leo likes them. Yeah, that's 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 a hard pass. I see what's saying. I guess away. it's not going to happen after all. It's too bad. <laughs> Uh, beautiful evening last night, Sanchez wrote on Instagram, applauding the amazing hosts, DiCaprio and Eva Chow. So, uh, she was really smitten with the hosting, I suppose. So. Smitten. Who is Eva yeah. Chow? Is that Leo's current love interest? I don't know. The other host of this rich person event? Oh, okay. I have no idea. But, yeah, I mean, she was really looking at him. Anyway, the video is all over Twitter. I'm sure it's a huge thing everywhere if people want to see it. <laughs> Max, you want to see it. <laughs> It'll be out of the news cycle tomorrow. <laughs> it's just part of show prep to, to view all this content and to absorb it. I mean, whatever it's out there, I don't make the rules. This you, is just, you just You just watch what's in front of you. Well, I just watch what's in front of me. If it's interesting, then I'll, we'll talk about it on the show. I mean, this is all. <laughs> and what if it's not interesting? It's part of work. <laughs> Seems like we still talk about it on the show. This is very. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> not everyone wants to hear about MSU! Every single time. There's other we, stuff. We talked about Oprah for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's very... I love that. Listen, I think everything on the show, everything, including sports, including pop culture... We're not a sports podcast. We're not. But including everything, I think it all has merit. I think we talk about everything, and it's a very interesting, diverse group of conversations. And that's what makes it fun. You want to give us a Bachelor update now, Max? Uh, I don't have a Bachelor update. I'm no, sorry. That's too bad. Uh, haven't I, haven't actually, been watching? No, I have been watching. There's a new episode tonight. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, for whatever reason, these guys, I don't know where they found these guys. Uh, they seem more aggressive, agitated, trying to stir up controversy. Towards more each than other? Any, yeah, towards each other. Like, they're getting into, like, fights and, like, really just, like... Toxic masculinity. Yeah, they're like, hey, 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 bro. They're like, hey, bro, bro. What'd you say, bro? Like, they call everybody bro. It's oh, all man. just a bro. It's weird. It sounds it, horrible. It, it, it really is. I can't imagine watching that. <laughs> it's it's not the best season. Um, you know, I'm still going to watch, obviously. But it's not the best season. I, my, my concern is that The Bachelor has just jumped the shark. And it's becoming a little too... Well, the ratings are down. The ratings are down. But it's just becoming a little too, like, you know what the ratings are up on? MSU at Michigan? Yes. <laughs> Fox Big Noon. <laughs> it just seems a little contrived. What a great day. I, I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyway. You know, I, I, I do want to say life. something. God, America. <laughs> I do want to say what? something. Saturday morning, we Max and I had this big plan. Uh, we were going to, like, have breakfast burritos at yeah. uh, my parents' house. We, he came over. He made all these breakfast burritos. They were delicious. He bought this specialty sausage from this market. Yeah, Mario's. I'll give him a plug. He bought uh, bacon from there, too. It was yeah. It was really good. You made these great breakfast burritos, and then your team just shot the bed. It's not my team, but thank you. <laughs> I'll take the compliment for the breakfast burritos. I appreciate that. They were they spectacular. Were I'll, I'll agree on that one. They were delicious. <laughs> Go for one right now. Do you have any leftovers? Um, anyway, um, if there's any interesting bachelorette stuff, you you know that you'll be the first to know out there. I mean, seriously, this Absolutely. is the show. <laughs> This is the show. Well, you'll know before it happens because we're in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I remember that. That's a really good point, honestly. Um, we cut out so early that we're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go, um, I do want to mention this Travis Scott story. A big story. Oh, it's yeah. it's massive. Basically, what he, he was performing a concert in... New York? Wasn't it New no, York? No, Houston. It was I'm sorry, Astro Houston. Astroworld concert, yeah. Uh, yes, the Astroworld concert. 
And what happened was it was a it was a crowd surge during the concert, like just a, a mess of people just pretty much just storming the front of the, the, the stage pretty much. Mm-hmm. And eight people ended up dying and a lot of other people left injured. Um, Scott was performing on the stage during the incident, but since that time he's faced a lot of criticism for allowing the show to continue while people needed help in the crowd. Um, it was a combination of him on stage pretty much egging the crowd on to say, come on forward, come on up, you know, don't worry about tickets, security, let them through. It was a combination of that. It was a combination of a, a, a huge lack of security. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I mean, I've been reading, There's. it was just like an incredibly poor security protocol for that show. Um, and then there were th- these reports that people were like getting stuck in the neck with these needles. Did you read that? No. There were, and I don't know if it really has any merit to it or if it was any type of of connection to this, but they were saying, yeah, there's people in the crowd who were just like stabbing each other with needles with these like drugs or I don't know what it was. That's scary. But yeah, very scary. It, it seems like just an incredibly crazy crowd. And the last thing I'll say, well, not the last thing, but the one thing I will add is that. Uh, Travis discussed the entire concert with police before the show. Police were pretty much giving a rundown, like, hey, listen, this is there's a lot of people here. There's going to be a huge crowd and pretty much going over, like, some safety concerns that they had. And, you know, obviously it turned into a situation where eight people died. Eight people died at this show. I mean, I that's know. unbelievable. It was like they suffocated, too, or something, and they were being trampled. Or was how they, That's, like, an awful way to die. Yeah. Like, I was just thinking about it, like, it just, like, they're stepping on you so you can't breathe. Like, that was the only way I could think of it. Like, that's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Um, it definitely need to... Uh, it definitely shows why they have those kind of measures at concerts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Like, he's going to get sued. It oh, makes yeah. There's going to be some lawsuit. Does it does it concern you guys at all to go to an event like that in the future? Specifically at Travis Scott one, I don't think it'll happen again because obviously there was such a big deal out of this one. It happens at concerts. It's not the first time. I think it wasn't it the Who that it happened to before, where there, people were trampled or yeah, something like that. But there was a few situations back in the day. Yeah, but think of how many concerts has happened since then. It, it's yeah. really not common. I don't know. Yeah, but I agree. It's happened before, but it's not very common. There was a big one at a Liverpool soccer game a long time ago. Something It was like 70 people died. Really? Yeah. It's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Uh, did you hear Ireland Baldwin spoke out about Travis Scott? Do you know who Ireland Baldwin is? Is the, that his daughter? The daughter of Alec. Uh, she defended uh, Travis Scott and compared the Astroworld deaths to um, her father's, Alec's Rust shooting backlash. Oh gosh, oh, like yes. not even close. So uh, to be honest, I will admit this. There was one person I was hoping that would comment on the Travis Scott situation. <laughs> it was Ireland Baldwin. So it's incredible that she did, uh, which is great. But she compared the negative situation uh, attention Travis Scott is getting for the deadly Astroworld incident to her father, who received similar backlash for the accidental shooting on the set of Rust. So Ireland, of course, what else would she do but take to her Instagram story on Sunday night to defend Scott from criticism, blaming misinformation and twisted cancel culture bulls for the heightened attention on him following the deaths of eight people at the music festival. Um... Uh, According to the New York Post, the 26-year-old model later acknowledged in her since-deleted post that Scott often incites the rage at his show. Um, He doesn't do that. But yeah, it was a a big post. 
um, compared it and reflected it to the backlash her dad was receiving from firing the gun. And she noted that she was tired of seeing people pretend to be experts on the complicated situation. Why, why would you, first of all, why would you make that comparison? I don't think anyone's really blaming Alec Baldwin for anything, and people are blaming Travis Scott for this. It's a ridiculous comparison. (laughs) I mean, this is unbelievable. Seriously. Why would she go to Instagram and post this? Why? Why would she do that? That doesn't make any sense. I don't see the connection at all. (laughs) First, you were armory slash stunt coordination pros when it came to the horrific tragedy involving my dad. And now Travis Scott is demonic because he allowed people to die at his show? Drugs are bad. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So I guess she's just pissed that everyone uh, is just, you know, so naive to this and encouraged critics to do a little research before making declarations about who is at fault in the incident. Um... I don't know why she has to go on Instagram to talk about this. Shouldn't they just not talk about this at all? Yeah. I mean, this is a well, pretty tragic event, both kind of, of them. You're kind of making it a story by talking about it now, Max. No, I'm, I'm not making it a story. She was the one who posted on her Instagram. <laughs> I did not hear about it until just now. <laughs> but why is she posting on her Instagram in the first place? Because she's an idiot. That's she what is she, an idiot. That's what celebrities do. They post on their Instagram. But no, this is re- this is Alec Baldwin's daughter comparing Travis that Scott is, that to is her stupid. dad. Come on. Just if my keep dad your mouth going, shut. If my dad was going through something, I wouldn't compare it to something else that's happening. No, Especially not when all. it's not even close. <laughs> you guys just pretend you're experts. You guys don't know nothing. Look at me. I'm a model. She, who knows? I, I, it, she, she does not seem smart. No. How soon until she posted, like, a sexy pic or something like that. Oh, she or probably like a, already a mo- has. a model picture. Like, how soon after that comment? <laughs> you guys are just naive. Hey, an look, hour? Look at my body. Look an at my body. An it's hour? Like what Brittany no, I, does. Give her, I give her at least three. It's it's what Brittany does. I guess I don't know what she normally posts. Let me see what she normally posts. How yeah. long until she had a normal post? Uh, She uh, actually uh, went back and commented why she deleted her post. Deleted my post for one reason. People on the internet are scary and so misinformed. All that matters are the families of those who died in the Astroworld tragedy. My heart breaks for them. The point I was trying to make was stop rage blaming. Make informed what? opinions and posts. rage blaming? So many people are at fault. Not just one I person. Think, I think Look at my body. <laughs> Is that what she really said? No. Oh, okay. Oh, she doesn't post that many, like... She's not like a sexy pick person. It doesn't look like she's, she's not a model, a, not a not a uh, influencer or whatever they're called. How many followers does she have? She has six hundred and eighty-one thousand followers. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, that's a pretty good amount. Um, Drake was also there, by the way. Was he really? Or, Did he have a comment uh, or, on this? Uh, um, yeah, he actually posted on his Twitter a big picture. Did he compare it to Alec Baldwin? No, he he talked about how bad it was. I've spent the past few days trying nice thanks alex <laughs> i'm glad I, she's doing so well i i've spent the past few days trying to wrap my head around this devastating tragedy i hate resorting to a platform to express my emotions as uh, delicate as grief but this is where i find myself heartbroken for the families and friends who were lost blah 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 he's he's upset so I mean, not to diminish his uh, emotions, but he's upset. He just posted about it. But he was actually so Travis Scott and Drake were uh, cited in in lawsuits about this. So um, oh jeez, did you know his real name's Aubrey Drake Graham? Drake's Tra- real Tra- name Drake. 
Aubrey Drake Graham is his, his real really? first name. His first name's Aubrey? Yeah. I, I see why he goes by Drake. I knew his first name was Aubrey. <laughs> Did you? Mm-hmm. What's Scott's uh, real name? It's something, it's, it's like very... Uh, whose real name is uh, Jaquez Berman Webster. Wow. The, the third or second or something like that. Oh, it doesn't say that. That's, I, Travis Scott's better. It just flows off the tongue better. It's, it's definitely better, yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't, I don't want to say better. It's maybe easier. In terms of easier. an artist's name. Yeah. I mean, on billboards and on albums. Yeah. And just but how did he come up with Travis on Scott? On McDonald's Happy Meals. Yeah, exactly. At least I mean, that that's huge. At least Drake's is his middle name. Like, that kind of makes sense. But where did Travis Scott come up with Travis Scott from Jaquez Berman Webster? That's a good question. I, I don't get that's it. That's pretty wild. Something makes me wonder if it's a marketing decision. <laughs> um, what will sell the most? <laughs> do you think of his course. family calls him Travis? I, I doubt it. Or do they it. call him Jaquez? That's a good question. I watched the whole documentary. <laughs> the Travis Scott documentary. Yeah. I don't remember this. They talk about his mom in it, too. Oh, I should have yeah. paid more attention. She must know. have referenced him by some name in the documentary. Well, right? have to watch. We're gonna have to do some you know? research on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> this is huge. All right, you guys want to get out of here? Yeah, Anything else for today for episode forty-five? I'll cue up the outro. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Should, should we get some merch? 30. Should we get some merch made and on it we'll say, "Hey, you guys want to get out of here?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel and, like that's our only catchphrase. And the, no, no, in the back it'll say, "Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I do say that. I guess you're right. I maybe we should do some merch. We should think about for the that. holiday season. We could try to find some people uh, some Christmas gifts, guaranteed to be delivered by Christmas. We can't make those kind of claims. <laughs> Are we going to make those claims? I won't. Alex will personally deliver it to your house. Oh, hey, I saw Greta Van Fleet announce their new uh, tour that's coming out. Oh, that's right. Tickets go on sale on Friday. Uh, they're not playing in Detroit, but they're playing Grand Rapids, right? And Kalamazoo. And Saginaw. And um, Bill Burr this weekend. Yes. Which, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to see. That'll be fun. I know. I'm excited. It'll be fun. Fox Theater. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. Actually. I hope. Right. Be well, a great find us on social media at Cutting Out Early, Cutting Out Early Podcast at Gmail and on Instagram and, and you, in your hearts. Can you please stop hearts. sending us spam emails about Max? It's horrible. No, they've all been Zach related. I've been deleting them. I I, I understand. <laughs> hey, send a message about me once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just got back on the show. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. Well, glad to have you back. Thanks. Very good. I love doing these in person. See you guys next week. See ya. See ya. See ya.